The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it certainly is. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here for your Tuesday night. Of course, that is TLT. It's Teamless Tuesday. TLT. It is. We can't do this in 2023. We are doing it. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's the worst segment on radio. Yeah, but what we need to do is not run through the, the team alphabetically, numerically, positional. What we do is we just go, there. he's in, he's out. Big ins, big outs. That's it. Mm. That's all we do. But that was the plan last year, but then you'd get there and you'd do your four corners investigation on the team. No, no, I do matchups. And you'd go. Oh, I'm really looking forward this week to Kale and Pyre up against. I like this guy. He's in the middle third and he plays off I the inside of his like left. <laughs> I still don't understand what Cooper Cronk says when he says that. He just plays off his bloody feet, mate. <laughs> They're in the middle third, but when they jump to the tram lines what tra- I've and never work s- on the A's and B's. Have you seen a tram line <laughs> at a ground? I've never seen a tram at a ground. <laughs> I've never seen one. True. Shut up. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show. Why are you so angry today? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm not angry today. I'm actually excited because Joel and Fletcher are joining us for the first time in 2023. Mm. Do you want to scrap that as well? No, no, I like Joel and Fletcher. I like Fletch. You don't like, whoa. Yeah, don't God. like sugar. Yeah, no. This will get back. See, if I had to, if I had to make a choice between yeah. Joel and Fletch, Fletch every day of the week. Yeah, it's because. Joel would throw you under the bus as quick as he'd blink. <laughs> this is getting back. <laughs> You know that. Is it because Joel was such a much better player than you? No, because he was you a very good fullback, but he ended up on the wing. You can't fraternise with wingers. No, Quite talk- frankly, I can't believe he's got his own show and he's a winger. Oh. Rightio. Tuesday, true or false you know, coming up as well. He was the point scorer of the year. Yes. Top point scorer of the year. Yes. Mm. Pretty intelligent bloke, Joel, though. Very intelligent. Good right. sense of humour. Can't say that about Bear's head. No, Bear's head's got a great sense of humour. He's, he's intelligent too, Fletch. Very, well, look at the size of his head. His brain <laughs> is massive. Uh, we continue our 2023 season pu- preview. The Warriors mm. tonight. I don't hold much hope for them in 2023, but you I do. do. Yeah. I do for a number of reasons, yeah. Aaron Finch has announced his retirement from international cricket. We knew that was going to happen. He's now stepping down. He he stepped down early this year from the ODIs, Mm -hmm. and now he's stepped down from T20 international cricket. He's retiring completely. I think he's already got a job stitched up in uh, broadcasting. Yes, very good, actually. He is very good. In the BBL, he's been been outstanding when uh, when the Sixers haven't been playing. Um, No, he was Renegades. um, Renegades. Um, Now, he's played... What, over 100 T20s, over 100 ODIs, nearly 150 ODIs. Only three tests, five tests, I should say. That's that's surprising. Well, he's an opener. And yeah, I know. But Warner I, and Yeah, I just, it just surprised me when I saw five. Do you know, out of all T20, there's only three players that have scored more than 150, and he's got two of them. Yeah, there's wow. Not three players. There's only three times right. a player scored over 150. He's got two of them. The other one's... Grandstand. Glenn Maxwell, 146, I think. All right. Who captains Australia? Because we've got a T20 World Cup next Ashton year in the Turner. Windies. Ashton Turner. Captain of the Perth Scorchers. Man Can't the even match. get in the team, though. But yeah, good he's call. Played, he's, played, he's played three T20s for Australia, but even our good mate Crash Craddock has, has called for Australian selectors to relook at 
uh, Ashton Turner. He got man of the match in the two finals that the Scorchers play. Hit the winning runs in the final as well. No, it's a good call. And um, we've only had three captains in T20. Is that all? Yeah, George Bailey. Smith. And Aaron Finch. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Jeez, they keep the job for a while, don't they? What do you... How long do you reckon Alan Border was captain of Australia for? I know because I watched uh, the doco on it ten years. It was about six or seven. No, it was ten. They usually they no, usually he was only, there ten. They usually only hang around for around. It's funny you should five say or six that. years. I was talking to Badge about that when you're on holidays. No, AB did ten. I think Kim Hughes was about six. Six. And it's Greg Chapel was about five or six. Because you look at the, when they put up the the thing on TV, going how long they were captain for. They're all four, five, six years. Yeah. But AB did do ten was years. 10, was he? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. in the worst time of cricket. Yeah. The worst time for Australia. Rebel tour to South Africa. Uh, that West Indian bowling attack. Mm. Like incredible. So uh, well done to uh, Finchie. Great career. And I hope I hope the selectors are listening to Crash and look at Ashton, Ashton Turner. I think he'll be a good pick. My other one was Marnus Labuschagne. He will open the bowling and batting. I love him as a bowler. Ham and He's cheese. awkward. Ham and cheese toasted sandwich at the 10 over mark at the drinks break. Could you imagine it? Puts it in the fridge, see that? I know. On the test document. He's a weird cat. Makes a toasty, then puts it in the fridge. He's weird. Mm. Weird. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. Progressive technology, blistering performance, quality design. Footy update on the way next. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Jason here tonight. Jesus, some big news coming out of the CBA negotiations, the Savo badge. Uh, Sats? Yeah, the Rugby Players Association and the NRL are in quite uh, robust talks around that collect bargaining agreement, which is going to tie up a lot of the, um, the, the benefits for players, men's and women's and juniors, um, the uh, disability program as well with rugby league. So uh, also the officials. And um, there's been allegations have been made by the RLPA that uh, during a leaders in league conference, which were players involved and stakeholders within the game that have got a, a quite a heavy influence within the game, are having a meeting, a conference on Friday, last Friday, Andrew Abdo showed up, as he would, as the head of the NRL. Uh, he showed up to the conference, accompanied by a, an uninvited staff member, and they've written a letter to the RLPA, this is their chair, Deidre Anderson, saying that the RLP staff member queried the official, the uninvited official, as to whether they were recording this Leaders in League conference about what the players are talking about, what their concerns were, whatever it may be. He denied it twice. Further inquiry, the staff member lifted up their phone to sort of say, no, I'm not showing it. And then when the the face of the phone lit up, there was uh, clearly showed that the recording was taking place, which... If in New South Wales, the meeting is hosted, it's illegal. Yeah, right. Mm. So, yeah, this is just another... It's not good for the relationship. Yeah, if this is true, again, it's just another thorn in the side of, you know, what should be a, you know, quite a streamlined process. Yeah, they're going to get... They're both going to disagree on things, but what eventually happens is hopefully everyone meets in the middle and everyone, everyone wins from this. The NRL win, the players win, the officials, whatever it may be. So... But again, yeah, this, this is an allegation that may free some sort of negotiations. Broncos are playing uh, the Titans, I think, in a Sunny trial Coast. this yeah this yep. weekend. Kevy's benched his son Billy, Corey Pakes, so my first crack at the in the number nine jersey. Uh, Reese Walsh 
will start at fullback. Yep. Uh, and 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 Kevy's also named Origin props Payne Huss and Tom Flegler to start, which is great. Manly recruit uh, Marty Tapao, who a good put pick up Marty Tapao, who put Payne Haas on his backside mm. last week, will make his club debut from the bench. This is a second trial for most clubs, pretty much all the clubs, and uh, some clubs haven't played a trial yet. In years gone by, every club would play three trials. The first trial would be mainly your fringe players, your development players, young players that you just want to yeah. give a go that have trained throughout the preseason. Second trial. Yeah, maybe three quarters of your first grade team will play. The third trial, it's like round one of the NRL. They treat it quite seriously. We see now that really only the real star players only play one trial now. But having Payne Haas and Tom Flegel at a start who missed some games through injury, so they want to try and get as much game time under them as possible. Reese Walsh returning to the club. The hooker position is going to be really hardly fought out between Billy Walters and Corey Pakes. There's a kid called Blake Moser, 19-year-old. I think he's going to be the he'll play the most amount of games in right. number nine this year for the for the Broncos. So, uh, and for the Gold Coast Titans, Tanner Boyd is captaining the Titans in jersey number seven. There you go. None of their real big stars are playing your Tinos and your and your Fafitas and Co's. Well, on Fafita, Mal has weighed in on David Fafita contract showdown showdown between the Gold Coast Titans and the Raiders, declaring whoever gets him is going to get the best of Fafita. Uh, he says he's urged Fafita who believes is still developing as a forward to play wherever he feels most comfortable. Yeah, I've got to say... It seems to be from the bench. As you know, Jace, I've been quite critical of Dave for the last couple of years, and it's not because of the money that he's on. It's because, I think, of the influence that he can have on a team, just with his natural ability, his natural athleticism. Um, personally, myself, I think... I think Melmaninga... I think David Fafida comes off contract at the end of this year. And usually when you're coming off contract, you play your best rugby league. You're trying to sell yourself. Now there seems to be some battle between the Gold Coast and the Canberra Raiders. Who's going to get him? His girlfriend plays for the Canberra Raiders NRLW team. Uh, but I've got to say, I'd play David Fafita as like a roaming number 13 uh, or front row. It's about quality from Dave, not quantity of minutes. Um, when he plays in the jersey number 13, you get the ability to drift around the field. Bobby Lindney, the great... But would he? The great lock forward. Well, you've got to make him fit. You've got to get him fit first and foremost. Don't expect him to Does play 80 minutes. Does he have the fitness? You don't want him to play 80 minutes. You don't well, want... so playing him off the bench is probably the best thing, right? Yeah, no, I think you've got to get him in the game early. I think you've got to get him in the game early. Get him early involvements, but... Sticking him out on one side of the field like he does as, as a second rower. Yeah, well, as a defender, I want him out there. Yeah. I want to know that I can put another defender on him and try and basically destabilise him out of the game. At number 13, he roams around. He can play yep. wide. He can play near the play the ball with the hooker and the halves. And and you just you want him to play 55 minutes. But that 55 minutes That's is what he's been doing, as stats. devastating. Yeah, but, but on one edge. On one edge, yeah. you get lost in the game. The ball he goes away from you. scored a few tries. Well, he's, scoring tries is something he does naturally. You, you don't think he's best to come off the bench when the game's been softened up a little bit and that's when he has a massive impact? Running at tired defenders? I don't think he'll have much of an impact starting a game. I don't want to – one, I think you've got to get him involved early because I think he can get lost. Um, and if he's not on there early, I feel as though – Then what's the point in having him? Well, you've got to start him because you're paying him a lot of money. No, but if you don't start him early, then what's the point in paying him all that money? What's it? Well, if you're not going to pay him the, 
upwards of 650, 700, and you play him off the bench, you pay him as a bench player. That's absolutely. So would you be, if you were the Titans, mm-hmm. take all of the emotion out of it, would you, how, how far would you go to keep him? What's your limit? Still got to remember he's 22 years of age. I know. So he still hasn't reached his right maturity well, He's age. getting paid way above. Yeah, absolutely. For and someone good, who hasn't reached his and good potential. On him. Yep. And good on him. Yeah, yep. Um, but if I'm the Gold Coast Titans, I'm still trying to keep him because I think his next chapter is Watch his best limit. one. Uh, I'm paying him. I'm paying him six fifty. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. What's he on now? One point two. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, I reckon that's fair. Sats. Mm. He won't stay for that though. No, he won't. He'll and maybe sign for two years. Yeah. And then he's renegotiating again at twenty five. He won't, mate. If he's offered six fifty, he'll go. Because yep. I reckon he'll get more elsewhere. The Dolphins are picking up. Even if the Raiders, the Dolphins are payovers mm. for him. Yeah, they would. Yeah. So, anyway. But I, right. I don't think playing him in the second row on one side of the field is doing him and the side any justice. No, good call. This is Sports Day. Kia, progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. Joel and Fletch next. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it is. Uh, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight, and we catch up with our boys. We've missed them. Joel and Fletch from the run home. As a guest before we go to them, do you think either, both or none, had played any kind of junior representative cricket? Yes. I'm saying Woogie has. Yeah. I thought the question was going to be, <laughs> would you uh, attempt a man cat? And Woogie would it be a dollar oh one to do it. <laughs> okay, so what do you think their answers will be? So the two questions are this: Did Sats play any cricket? Yes. Did he? I reckon he played cricket. Of course he did. Yeah, at organised cricket at, at okay. a decent level. No, not no. Because he's no, okay, no. but but Woogie played at a decent level. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, as what a batsman, wicket keeper batsman. Queen. Oh yes, I, I'm with that. <laughs> wicket keeper batsman. Oh, wicket keeper Woogie. I like that. Okay, now the next question is this. <laughs> Who will be supportive of the man cad? Uh, Woogie. Of giving it out? Yes. Sats? No. He'll be like me. I'm hoping he's in my camp. Okay. Let's go to the, let's go to the open line. Let's go to the team from Sports Day, the great Sats and Woogie. G'day, boys. Hello, Hello legends. Hello, Did you catch some Hello, of that? boys. Oh, we caught all of it. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> so he's a, he's a keeper. He uh, can, are you he a catch ke- everything. Woogie, are you a keeper? No. Uh, opening in swing bowler. And you're right, I did play at the highest level. Yes. I played for Queen's fourth grade uh, on the Gold Coast. <laughs> okay. Outstanding. What about, what about you, Sats? First 11, Nudgy College, 101 Ooh. not out versus Gregory Terrace. Yeah, but you were 15. It was, you were I was like 16. In, so you were in the under 16s. Mm. This is wow. the only 11, mm. wasn't it? Did you ever score a ton, Brian? No. No. I got 75 four times. Yeah. No, I think my best was 60. Was it? I was a bowler. Yeah. I took five for once. Did you, Michelle? Yeah. Kiss the ball. Oh, what about um, your massive big meat hooks around the ball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey? Yeah. Wow. You'd roll the fingers down. So, boys, the next question is, yes. a part of this is a trilogy, would are you would you ever man-cad someone out? Dog act. Yeah. So on you, Sats, mm. let's go to my other man up there. Yeah, I'd do, it. I'd do it, but I don't know if I had the action to do it. I can't stop once I hit the crease. <laughs> I just keep going. <laughs> well, you know who would have done it, and sadly he's not with us today because he's um, he's taken the bales off. But that's where the reach-around play the ball come from. He used to reach around for the man cat. Bang. The badge. Badge, yeah. He could do anything. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chance, the, the news that broke over the weekend was that um, Chuck Mundine has admitted to getting under the 
under the, is that how you pronounce it? You get Horror. money under the table? Yeah, Horror. The table. It doesn't happen, yeah. does it? I, well, I'm not sure. I've never heard of that. Yeah. All seen it. Yeah. So yep. do you think now the Cronulla Sharks have got an avenue to say that the, they should be getting the premiership in 1997? Super League Grand Final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Super League Grand Final. Um, I don't think the Sharks can claim too much after the peptide scandal. So. Well, no, that was pre Ooh. that. I oh, know. So they. Yeah, jeez, controversial. Um, <laughs> no, I Super League. No, no I don't think. They are probably all getting money. Everyone was getting overs in the Super League. Were they? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Brian, that, that stick figure drawing you did back in the early 2000s that went to the internal auction, how much did that sell for? <laughs> Play. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what else, boys? What else is going on well, up there? Well, Badge still claims he has a uh, – what, he's got a poker machine, hasn't he? At Canberra. At Raiders, yeah. He used yeah. to have a poker machine. Yeah, he used to have a poker in machine. In the club. That was a sign well, That's going to him. slow down, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, he, he – say that again. What, what do you mean? So he like? had a poker machine. Whatever revenue went through the poker machine, a percentage of that would go towards Badge's salary. Wow. Okay. Mm. All declared, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Imagine yes. Badge sitting there having his stitch on and then the link goes off. He goes, ah, oh, spins. <laughs> hey, uh, Sats. Yeah? Did you ever get that um, – did you ever have the job as a poker machine technician? Yes. Well, because yeah, – In the mornings, we had to get there at like 3.30 and empty all the coins. Yeah. Yeah. And this was pre – so I know some players mm-hmm. who – this was mid-90s – who would do – there'd be three or 400 machines. Yeah. Oh, no – Sorry, not, not not that many. Say 150 machines in the leagues club, and they would take a dollar off every machine, just put it down their sky rocket. Because mm. this was before they were all linked. So now they go back to the ATO, and it's it's all very thorough because mm. it's all computer generated. But in the old days, it was just press the button, and all the money would come out, and they just take a dollar here or there. Yep. Is that right? Every day, mm-hmm. every day, the accumulators heavy. Beautiful. Did you ever do that, Sats? No, <laughs> I do. I do know a of a player that used to work at a a well known leagues club that used to. When the, when the notes were being used, uh, they used to put a note under one of the machines and their mate used to go and play that machine during the day and pull the note out and they accumulated quite a fund over the years till yeah. they got caught. I, yeah. I think every third rugby league player worked in a leagues club at some stage emptying the, the poker machines. Is that on the, is this on the equivalent of man catting or you're just <laughs> <laughs> or you're robbing you're just robbing the, the leagues club? Hey, Something get faxed in? No, yeah. this just came across my okay. desk. This is the first one we've done uh, yep. for a long time. I'm, I'm quite excited. Endangered, endangered male northern quolls are favouring sex over sleep and it may be killing them, according to a new study. Male quolls generally survive only one breeding season, mating themselves to death, while their female counterparts can live and produce for up to four years. So in, in an effort to find out why, the University of the Sunshine Coast up there in beautiful Queensland, <laughs> uh, researchers fitted backpacks with trackers on wild, roaming male and female northern quolls. Something is definitely causing their health to fail after just one season, and we think it is linked to sleep deprivation. The dangers of a lack of sleep are well documented in rodents, and many of the traits associated with sleep deprivation we see in males, not in females. So what's happening is the study's finding that they're out there hoping they can get it on mm. with, uh, and they become easy prey because uh, they're being unable to avoid vehicle, vehicle, 
vehicle <laughs> collisions or simply die from exhaustion. The two males who were named Moy Moy and Kalis. Uh, they are. This is this is legit. Yeah. The two males who were named Moy Moy and Kalis moved <laughs> 10 kilometres and 9 kilometres in one night. Timmy Manor? One of them as well? Yeah. No. The, no. The female who they, they, they're tracking the females, Hindmarsh and Manor. <laughs> uh, so they're basically moving 40 kilometres a night because their towie, there's a new phrase, it's not towie, it's a Roman sandal now, your towie as a Queensland qual. <laughs> yes, so that's right. they are on the hunt <laughs> and basically they die after sex. Yeah. Did you know that? What a way to so, go. They die after sex. They mate themselves to death. What goes on? You, it's a fascinating state. Woogie's missus could complain of that as well, dying what? after what? sex. Well, she pretends she pretend she's dead. <laughs> so, oh, no, it's asleep. Oh, it's asleep. Oh, Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Hey, wow. it's getting worse. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. The Warriors, that's our 2023 season preview tonight. Much like the West Tigers below them, this is from last year. So we're basing this on how they finished at the end of the regular season last year. So they Mm. finished 15th. Um, disappointing year, ended with the potential of hope with the announcement of the mid-year signing of Andrew Webster as head coach. We spoke to him. Good guy. Last year, didn't really we? Really good guy. Really nice. Um, Andrew Webster returns to the Warriors after starting there as an assistant coach in 2015, two years. Um, he moved to the West Tigers, then to Panthers ahead yeah. of the 2021 season where he was part of the two premierships with Penrith. Who's the I attacking think, coach? Yeah. Mm. So I, I think we could probably disregard the last few seasons – well, it's been difficult. They've been away based, from home. That's right. A lot of them didn't have their families, and now they're back on home soil. Um, some of them may want to go back to living yeah, away from their yeah, families, right. but uh, but yeah, you know, I spent some time in New Zealand uh, before Christmas and and caught up with I'm Brucing here, Cameron George, the CEO, and Andrew Webster, the coach. Uh, really like the angle that Andrew Webster's um, taking. You know what I love about? What do you mean by that? Well, I love that he's come from Penrith, which is a very successful club. A lot of juniors that have come through and played first grade, won comps now. Many would think, oh, he'll just get immediate success. He'll just copy and paste. You can't do that. You've got a completely different playing group. And that's what I like about Andrew Webster. He's not going to copy and paste, but what he's going to do is he's going to find a style of rugby league where the Warriors feel comfortable and play at their best. And I think the, a lot of the Warriors play, especially the New Zealand-based players, they feel comfortable playing when they were really good in the start of the 2000s, 2002 grand final, 2003 um, major semi preliminary final. Um, they play their best when they play a little bit of Harlem Globetrotter footy. Razzle dazzle. Yeah, they offload and tackle one, tackle two. They're always on the front foot. If you, I've always found if you ask the Warriors to try and complete 95% of their sets, and I think they feel they too they feel too restrained, structured. Yeah, so. I think Andrew Webster will bring that, bring that to the uh, to the Warriors. I've got to say, but their defence back, it's it's all right to play razzle dazzle rugby league, and that's fine. But what's lacked over the last few seasons for the Warriors, and probably longer than that, has been their defensive yeah. efforts. Their ability to stop points, not one try, but two and three tries immediately in the next sort of seven or eight minutes. So how do you? Sats, it's a really interesting question. So mm-hmm. you, you okay? You can play razzle dazzle rugby league, but. 
How do you then go, listen, boys, you do that, you've also got a man up in defence. How do you coach that? You've got to sign smart players. You've got to sign smart players that understand the game and can learn as well. They're not too old. They're not too old to think that they can't learn something. Now, really good signings. Mitch Barnett from Newcastle Knights. He'll do that. Good player. Yep. They've got um, Tamari Martin, who they signed last year. Very good player. Luke Metcalf, I think, is an exciting uh, 5'8 from the Cronulla Sharks. I think he's going to have a really good time at the Warriors. Charles Nickel Cookstar hmm. from the Canberra Raiders. Murata Niakore from the Parramatta Eels. And Dylan Walker from the Manly Seagulls as well. So they've signed some really good players, some players that have, got, have played a lot of rugby league as well. So I expect the Warriors to um, to be a huge improvement on 15th last year. Okay, so where do you see them? Oh, I, I don't think they'll make the eight. I don't think they'll make the eight, but I think they'll make a significant improvement. Well, give us a spot. Well, I, I don't know because I don't know. I have them as wooden spooners. Are you serious? I reckon a lot of the teams around them will improve. You are a pothole, you are. What do you mean? No, I'm a flog, according to Andy. <laughs> but no, seriously, I reckon there's no there's no way the West Tigers will finish below them. You don't know that. It My, just comes down to injuries. No, well, you don't know it, but but I I I see the Warriors as the weakest team. Mm-hmm. I think I even think the Dolphins will finish ahead of the Warriors. Okay, I disagree. I, I think it'll take yeah. them a bit of time to get used to Webster's style of coaching. I think they'll. I think they'll flourish. Okay. I hope yeah. you're right. So do I. I w- we need the game to be really strong in New are, Zealand. Are you gun shy now about saying anyone's going to come last Absolutely. after what happened Absolutely. You want me to be the bad guy? I care whether the Dolphins get <laughs> – I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy saying the Dolphins will get 17th because they beat us for the bid. So. Rightio. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, that's, that's a personal one for you. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Time for Tuesday, True or False, where we throw up some scenarios and we give our answers. Sats, want to go first? <laughs> we give our answers. That's what we do. We give our answers. I wasn't uh, being funny. I was just true or out. false. The NRL preseason, mm-hmm. they should go back to the old school twoies challenge days, knockout competition. I mean, if you get knocked out, you still play trials against the other teams, but a knockout competition. What do you mean midweek? No, no. The the preseason used to be a twoies challenge, so it was just a knockout comp mm. until you got the final two teams no. over over four weeks. I like this new setup. No, false. I like this new setup where. You're getting all these bonus points for tries and how many tries you score. I like it. So do I. Because I think coaches, I don't think it'll change coaches' thinking. It means I'll play better players, any perhaps. Money? Here's 100 grand up for grabs. And I love, I love, and I love the fact, the fact uh, St. Helens are here involved in it. It's great. Yeah. I, I th- mate, I like it. I yeah. like it. I, so do I. I like the new system. So false would be my answer. Okay. Fair, yeah. Man you, City. Hmm. These allegations Huge news today. Yeah, absolutely, I thought it was Melbourne City to start with, but I, same. Hey, same owners. Yep. Um, should they be true or false? Melbourne City should be re, Manchester. Um, Manchester City, City yeah. should be relegated. False. Why? Because they're playing in a competition where there's no salary cap. There is no ceiling on on how much money you can spend, and so when you've got total anarchy like that when it comes to spending money, mm. you are going to have clubs that are going to breach some of the, the protocols. So unless you put some 
you know, some some boundaries around these important parts well, they of the do. game. They do, and they've been apparently exploiting them. So apparently what I heard, they changed the rules a few years. Craig, I heard Craig Foster on radio this morning saying that they changed the rules because lots of clubs were going broke mm. by paying these exorbitant amounts. So uh, uh, the amount of money, correct me if I'm right, <laughs> the amount of money is is based around how much sponsorship you bring in. Yes. So they've been apparently, allegedly, fudging the books around like airline um, sponsorship. So saying uh, that brings in three times the amount it actually does because they own the bloody airline. Mm. So I think it's hard. It's how do you police it? But what, what should the penalty be? You can't find them. They, it's a drop in the ocean. They've got unlimited funds. We're talking about Abu Dhabi, the government, well, you can't, owning the team. You can't put them into the bottom three of the competition because that means they get relegated. What do you do? What do you do? And so what? If you go back five years, wow, Manchester United win a title. Wow, who cares? Man, Man, Man United, man, get a title. Man City have already celebrated these titles and had do fun. Do you penalise them around recruitment? Yeah, but can't they just... like? Do, do you penalise them surrounding... They have sanctions on them about around how many players they can possibly recruit over the next two years. But they'll if if they've been able to get around it for the last five years. I mean, apparently they've been asked whether the you know what they're doing is it wrong, and for the last five years, going yeah, no, we're fine, we're good. <laughs> no one's. A, and what about the auditing that's going on? There's so many questions. A hundred, apparently a hundred breaches allegedly. I reckon the only suitable punishment is a hit them where it hurts, mm. and they're out of the Premier League. But I couldn't imagine the Premier League doing that because it'll hurt their income. No, they won't do that. It'll hurt their TV rights and. It'd be like getting rid of the Brisbane Broncos out of the NRL. They've got the biggest per average home base, home crowd. They attract probably the most amount of commercial sponsors in the game. Mm. So that'll never happen. Tuesday, true or false, got one for us. Let us know. This is Sports Day. Spaghetti carbonara is overrated. Yes. Well, hang on. Which version? Well, is it the one with the cream in it or just egg? No. You can have egg and olive oil. Cream. Uh, Overrated. False. Mm. It's nice in small amounts. Yeah. But you can do a really nice carbonara with just olive oil and egg, no cream. Really? Really Never nice. Tried that. Really nice. Very healthy, as you can see. <laughs> Tuesday, true or false, you can't have pasta without garlic bread. True. You yeah. can have it without garlic bread. Uh, false. No, 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 true. true. You, <laughs> true. You've yes. got to have garlic bread yeah. with pasta yeah. every time. It's the best bit. Yep. Carb on carb. This is Sports Day for Kia. Progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. Uh, Tuesday, true or false, garlic must be in every pasta dish. True. Went to Gino's the other night. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, so good. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. Anyway, uh, this is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. I'll tell you what, I miss Gary Belcher already. What was that? In the ad break, the discussion in the studio was, what's your favourite pasta? Pam, Matriciana. No, but you penne. No, we're talking talking actually about the Mm. pasta. I'm a spaghetti. Jack comes and goes, my fettuccine. I'm just reading a text message here from one of our listeners, 0457 736 736. A Tuesday rumour I've been holding on to for a long time. My mate at work has it on good authority that the sandwiches sold in servos mm-hmm. are made by criminals in prison. 
No. They're referred to as Silverwater Sangers. That can't be right. What? Mm. I'm just happier they made this week, to be honest. <laughs> I love them. They're nice. Uh, Take a egg on egg sandwiches. Oh, so good. Yeah, but I don't know if we want to touch those creamy egg sandwiches again <laughs> if they're from prison. New Farm. Australian through and through, bring you the weather. If you're listening in Cairns on Coast 101.9 Sats. Justin Hodges. He's a Cairns He's boy. a DJ there, is he? He does the breakfast show, I think. Craig, Justin Hodges. I don't know. Plays for the Broncos. We used to. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Cairns, Cairns I think he's a Kangaroos boy, I think. Yeah. Ah, right, there you go. Mm. Uh, up there tomorrow, you want to head up there tomorrow, is the Venga Boys are playing in Cairns tomorrow. Are they still around? I didn't yep. think they were alive anymore. Uh, they are. They're, they're living at Palm Cove. And are doing a gig in Cairns. Gilligan's the, great nightclub. At, we're in, in Cairns. Cairns. Yeah, so I don't do nightclubs. Mm. Like I day drink when I'm in Cairns because that's what you do, right? Don't do it, kids. I've never been to Port Douglas. Great, one of the great places. Not as good as Palm Cove, Port Douglas. Really? You've been to Palm Cove? Yes. Beautiful, romantic. Should take back up there for a birthday next next week. Go and visit a have a couple's massage. Wouldn't you? Oh. Just trying to help you with your marriage. <laughs> Top of 33, some showers. Low of 25 overnight. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. I love there's a cafe on mm-hmm. the corner of William's es- William Esplanade as you yep. go back out of town. And I just sit there and watch all the tourists swimming in the water going, it's going to happen. It's a matter it's of time. Ha- oh, I can't believe people do it. Crazy people. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Some big UFC news, Satsy. If you are a UFC fan, it is massive this Sunday in Perth at um, RAC Arena. It's about a capacity of about 15,000. It's been sold out. Alex the Great Volkanovsky, who is the featherweight world champion and pound for pound the best in the UFC. And he's an Australian. He's a Sydney boy. Former rugby league player as well. He goes up against Dagestani, Islam uh, Makashev who is the lightweight champion. So the winner of this is a two-division world champion. What does that mean? Well, it means you you win one weight category, you go up to the next weight category and win that as well. Not many do it in the UFC. Not many have done it in the UFC. Conor McGregor has, um, Daniel Cormier has. But, yeah, he's he's a short-price favourite, Volkanovski, about $1.30, $1.34. Um, yeah, this will be this will be a great fight. If you love the UFC, Sunday afternoon will be amazing. Are you putting on canapes? We uh, doing something? For I this? will be. If you want to come around, I'll have it on. Do I have to build your barbecue for you? Though? How's that going? No, I've got a new. I've never used a smoker. Yeah, and so we got talked into buying a barbecue slash smoker slash pizza oven. Yeah, nice. And. Um, and we get it delivered next week. Do you? Mm. And I'm coming around. I'm a little bit nervous because I've never cooked with charcoal before. No, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. And the wood chips. And I didn't realise you can get different flavoured wood chips. I, I'm not a fan of the wood chips. I'll okay. teach you charcoaling. Rightio. Awesome, mate. Mm, okay. Awesome. Now, first, first trick, you need to have 12 cans, right, before you even start. <laughs> right? The, the best thing about – don't do that. Drink responsibly. Uh, the best thing about it is it's social. So you see, all my neighbours used to come around. We, we all used to do it. So we just sit there and have cans and talk rubbish. It's actually great for your mental health as it's well. It's in there for about seven or eight hours, Yeah, it? Yeah, but some do. It's like, a big session. Uh, yeah, but some like... Then I'm you get like, the munchies after about eight hours and you yeah. just... We actually forget the meat's on. <laughs> oh, into the... <laughs> but we all end up ordering Domino's. Just be honest. <laughs> no, but it's... I, I'll do meats that might take 
I don't know, four hours, but you mm-hmm. might sit there for the first two hours. It's something mesmerising. Again, I charcoal my meat. Yep. There's something mesmerising and soothing about watching meat just turn over coals with just dripping juices onto the hot coals. I'm, I'm just trying to build a, an image for myself here. and It, it resembles <laughs> Homer Simpson. You know when he used to have the dribble come out of his mouth? Yeah, Is yeah. that you watching? A, I'm also wearing one of those aprons with boobs. <laughs> I am. Um, no, mate's great. You'll love it. You'll love having me there for 18 hours whilst mm. we cook this one piece of meat. We've got a game. This has been Sports Day for Kia. Progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. See you tomorrow, Sats. See ya.